Morning City Church. This is Julie Davis bringing you a moment of sanity at the start of your day, a moment of truth from God's Word, a moment of grace. Let me educate you for a minute about the forms and uses of the word mom. In my own experience from childhood and from eight years of parenting, I've learned that this word can take on a myriad of uses depending on the cadence and tone in which it's offered. I'll give you a few examples. Last week, all of us came down with one of the many viruses that have been going around lately. And as I'm sure you can hear from my creaky voice, we are still getting over. So during that time, the most common use of my name was in the form of a complaint. For my one-year-old, that sounds like, mom, 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 mom. He isn't saying this in order to get my attention. I'm already holding him and looking at him. Rather, it's simply said as a cry of distress. It's toddler speak for, I feel sick and this is the worst. Another use for the word mom is as a threat. As the youngest and only girl in my family growing up, I wielded this weapon often. Usually this form of the word reverberates from another room when two kids are in an argument. Mom! You have to say it in two syllables like that. It's in the Tattletale Handbook. My last example is the use of the word mom as a pause in speech. A synonym for filler words like um. My kids do this, I'm pretty sure, without noticing as an introductory statement to whatever they're trying to work out in their head. Mom, I was thinking, Mom, that, Mom, can I maybe, Mom? It is, of course, an honor and a privilege to have this title of Mom, to be the one that my kids turn to for comfort or for justice or as a sounding board as they process the world around them. And so I'm sad to admit that sometimes I can get sick of hearing it. In these moments, my parenting approach can look a whole lot like the parable of the persistent widow from today's gospel reading in the daily office lectionary. In Luke 18, verses 2 through 5, Jesus tells the story like this. In a certain city, there was a judge who neither feared God nor respected man. And there was a widow in that city who kept coming to him and saying, Give me justice against my adversary. For a while he refused, but afterward he said to himself, Though I neither fear God nor respect man, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will give her justice so that she will not beat me down by her continual coming. Any other parents feeling personally attacked by this passage? This is totally the scenario that plays out in our home. And I'm the judge who doesn't actually care about justice. I just want silence. One day when I was feeling particularly self-pitying, I decided to try counting how many times I heard the word mom in an hour. And you know what I found out? I wasn't able to keep track not necessarily because it was too many times to count, but because I don't actually hear my kids speaking my name as much as they do. 
or I've just become so inattentive inattentive to them that I don't listen for my name until the fourth or fifth time they repeat it. Yikes. In verse 1 of Luke 18, we learn that the reason for Jesus telling this parable was, quote, to the effect that they ought always to pray and not lose heart. And Jesus goes on to compare the behavior of the unrighteous judge to that of God the Father in verses 7 through 8. And will not God give justice to his elect who cry to him day and night? Will he delay over them? I tell you, he will give justice to them speedily. Juxtaposed to this parable in today's lectionary reading, we have excerpts from Psalm 102 that give us another window into God's disposition as a listener. Psalm 102 verse 2 says, Do not hide your face from me in the day of my distress. Incline your ear to me. Answer me speedily in the day when I call. Then again in 102.17, he regards the prayer of the destitute and does not despise their prayer. As we look at the arc of scripture, we see God's heart for his children. He wants us to call out to him, and we're free to do so because of Jesus' sacrifice for us. It was on the cross that the father plugged his ears from the cries of his own son so that he might lean in to hear our every whisper. So let's remember to call out to that God who welcomes us today. Let's turn to him when we're excited, when we're discouraged, when we're making decisions, and when we're overwhelmed with piecing together life in a broken world. And as we do, we'll grow to listen, love, and welcome those around us in the same way. Thanks for listening. Stay well, friends, and do good.